Andrew, how you doing? Oh, man, doing good, bro. What's up, man? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Just chilling. Bro, that's good, man. This, this Facebook Live thing is difficult, bro. <laughs> yeah, it's very tricky, man. It's, it's, it's definitely a, tricky to navigate. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's kind of like a first uh, for me to do a Facebook uh, type of live deal because, you know, I'm always doing like a private type of, uh, type of deal. Mm. <laughs> Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, you pre-record and set it up, man. Yeah, yes, pre-record for me is the best thing. Gotcha. But yeah, but I guess I guess this is a good way too. I guess we could do it like this too, and then we could get it on, on the podcast as well. So Sounds it good. works either way. So it works either way. So yes, sir. Well, how's your day been? Man, my my day's been it been wonderful. It's been wonderful. The Lord been the Lord been good, man. So I can't I can't depend whatsoever. It's a blessing. What about yourself? I've been pretty good. Just I went to hang out with my brother some today and, and worked out. And pretty honestly, pretty good day. Pretty chill. Pretty, you know, relaxed day. I got them blessed someday. You know. So, so, so. I, hey, to be honest with you, I think you picked a good time because, uh-oh, everybody used to sleep, but I think you got by, like, another person doing it. <laughs> okay. Plus, like, so, like you said, you're going to put on a podcast anyway, so you can, you know, right, always get those right. viewers too, so. I was gonna say, even if none showed up, I mean. Right, right. Most, most, most definitely, man. Most definitely, but, man. But, man, once again, man, uh, I appreciate you uh, coming on, man, to, uh, you know, to being part of the podcast once again. We can, we can, we can derive generation of youth and hype and podcast once again, man. Thank you sure. for, uh, Thank you for bringing me and Minister Andrew together. I pray that you bless us as we break bread, as we discuss what we have to discuss. Pray that someone receives a word and pray that you just move and have your way in our dialogue and our words and our actions and everything we do on this live. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. Thank you for that, bro. Thank you for that. No problem, but, uh, no problem. But, um, but, uh, Start off by telling about yourself a little bit about your background. Definitely. So, that's a little about me. I, you know, my name is Mike. I'm a minister. 
Timothy Tabernacle Apostolic Ministry, that's where I serve. And in addition to that, I currently go to law school, South Texas College of Law. It's kind of downtown Houston area, so. And, and on top of that as well, I also currently work as a community outreach liaison for Allied Five Council Member, Council Member Alcorn here in Houston, Texas. And as for hobbies, I like reading books, good bookshelf here. And I also like to go to the gym. Yeah, I like to hoop some as well. Even though I haven't been doing as much because of COVID, it's right, another right. one of the things I like. But that's that's just a little bit about about me. Okay. You know. That sounds that sounds awesome about about, um, about hooping, uh, about playing ball. Like I haven't played ball probably in years. I'm not I'm, I'm not I'm not that good at basketball. So. <laughs> but. <laughs> But Jim, on the other hand, you know, is my specialty since, since you know, uh, battling illness over the years, man, you know, uh, different illness like kidney disease and, and like gout, man, I battled with gout probably like two years ago, like, like, if anybody knows, like, like, uh, with, with gout, man, that's, that's a killer. You know, but for God, man, he, he helped me through that, through that pain. I just have attacks like every, every week. So, so I had to be very, very careful man, with what I did, what I ate. So, so yeah, but, uh, but anyway, um, first question, um, so, um, how, you know, um, uh, your um, your upbringing, like, 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 um, how do you mot- uh, how do you uh, lead, how do you lead, uh, like, uh, how do you be an example to uh, to to this generation, like, mm-hmm. you know, when when you know you got all the of the negativity and all the different things that are going on in the world today, you know, how do you be a you know, by you being so young, how, 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 how are you being a, you know, a, a world difference maker, you know, if, if I'm putting that in better yet terms. That makes sense. Yeah. I think, I think ultimately, at least what I find with, with people on the younger side is that right. they, I guess they're kind of sick of people just right. not doing what they say. Right. You know, like they'll say, hey, I believe in holiness and I believe in truth. And right. then their actions don't reflect that. So I think the key is, and this is why Paul wrote to Timothy. He talks about right. letting no one despise that youth. And he talks about how you got to be diligent. How you, if you're about the father's business, doing what you're supposed to do, basically, in the whole chapter. Right. He tells Timothy, if you're, if you're showing them what you're doing and you're living a life, they're going to listen to you. They're going to hear you out. So that's right. ultimately, to me, the main thing. The main thing is to actually live by what you're saying. This generation right. isn't satisfied with big words. and Although they look for that, they're not dissatisfied based on that. Especially because right. with social media and stuff, a lot of false preachers and stuff have been exposed. I'm thinking of, I forgot his name, the pastor, I think it was a Hillsong, was cheating, a fair guy got exposed. He had to, he had to yeah, step down for leadership. So... I guess my point is all that makes it to where people are really kind of just looking for someone who's truly living a life 
Right. I'm thinking of the celebrity Justin Bieber. He he said he was annoyed going to pastors and they weren't really doing what they're supposed to do. He says recent right. one is living a life, but but I guess my point is he's young. He's an example of someone that wants like people living a life. That's what he wants. He said that's what he was looking for. Not the fancy words, not all that. They appreciate that, but pretty much just as the Bible says. You know, Lord is the that preach the gospel should also live the gospel. So it's about just making sure you're living, you know, living the truth. I think that's the main thing you can do to really appease this generation. And then you, the other stuff comes after like how you frame your servants to where they're relevant and all that and reflect, you know, how, how you show how the Bible applies to this generation. That's important too, but I think the most important thing is are you living it? That's the most important thing to them. Like, are you actually living what you're telling me? You know, because right. this generation, the main thing they complain about. They complain about a lot of things about the church, but the main thing is hypocrisy. So if you show you're not a hypocrite, that automatically opens the door for you. So right, that's 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 true. That's true. So mm -hmm. um, so tell us about uh, a little bit about your testimony about about what, what God has brought you from and 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 about what God has delivered you from. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah. So regarding that, so let's see. I'm trying to think. So basically, I got saved at age 19. So most of my life, now, I'm 24 now. So been saved five years. So that's a small portion of my life. So before that, you know, I was doing whatever I wanted to do. I wasn't living for God, quote. And so let me see where I start. I guess I started when I was younger. When I was younger, I found out about pornography. So right. and I was preteens when I found out about that. So that really led to the other stuff I ended up being involved in, like bad music, cousin, you know, sexting, all that stuff, stuff that wasn't godly, you know what I mean? Right. Stuff that wasn't appropriate. And I didn't go as far as like killing anybody or stealing, but in terms of fornication and, and lying, those were pretty much things I was just all over with because of that initial exposure, you know? And yeah, so there was that and what else yeah that was pretty much what i was dealing with and that was and oh and that's the thing i forget and that and because of the fact that i grew up with parents that were saved and my brother was saved for a time now my parents got married they weren't saved but they eventually got saved so because they eventually got saved and my brother got saved at a young age of 10 i began to feel kind of left out plus because I started being like, huh, the Bible seems kind of true. I started feeling guilty as well. So that led to clinical depression. Something I really wow. should have got help with, but I didn't. And I know it's clinical now because I've done research on it. I read a book as well that breaks down depression and how to deal with it amongst Christians and stuff. And it brings that out. It brings out the symptoms of clinical depression. And I was looking back, I'm like, I had those same symptoms. So I had that. And yes, I dealt with that plus my sins and stuff. And yeah, that's pretty much what I battled with. Eventually, I was, and, and another part of it that made me depressed too was the feeling of not being as good as I need to be. My brother, on top of being saved, was making great grades. You know, I wasn't making good grades, and I wasn't saved. So I'm like, what am I doing? Like, I'm not worth anything. So, mm. something that kind of helped a little bit was doing good in the debate team. Right. I was in sports, and a friend of mine said, join the debate team. And I joined it, and I did good wow. there. So, that built a little confidence, but it wasn't enough. I was still feeling, I was still sinning, so I was still feeling down. <clears throat> and then 
sophomore year of college, I was like, you know what? Things got to change because I don't know yeah. how much I was having a suicidal thought. I was like, you know what? I got to change something. So at the time, my church was part of an organization called Living Witness of Living Witness of Apostolic Faith. And right. we were there having a convention in Southside Chicago. And basically that week, I said, you know what, God, I'm going to repent. No matter if I get the Holy Ghost this week, I'm going to repent. And that was the problem. Like, usually when it takes a while for someone to get the Holy Ghost, there's something holding them back. Right. You just oh, got to yes, figure right. out what it is. For me, it was not repenting. So I repented that week. And then one Thursday, I think it was, when Bishop Henry Gates was preaching, I got the Holy Ghost speaking in tongues. So, yeah, long story short, basically, that was my problem. You know, valid no sins I mentioned. But eventually I repented and, and God filled me up. And yeah, I've been wow. saved ever since. Been saved about five years now since that experience. Man, that 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 is awesome because um, you you are most definitely right when you, when you say that um, when you are trying to re, um, receive the the uh, gift of the Holy Ghost, that something holds you back. And then I can think of literally two things that can hold you back. It can be something from your past that that holds you back and then and then also it can be that things that that you hold on to that you're not ready to to give up you know you can be like well well you can be like well god i don't want to give up those things you know uh you know and then you when you you know like like people 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 do struggle with those things well i don't want to give this up when mm -hmm. when when you repentant is like oh, I was like the only while like it's a back face, you, you know, like a military term, <laughs> you know, it's a back face, you know. Yeah. You don't you once you repent of it, you don't go back. You don't go back to it. You you just go, you know, don't go back to it. Just pick don't don't pick it back it up. Don't pick it back up. Repent yes, and then that's all you got to do, you know, and then and then let Jesus do do the rest. Mm. You know. Definitely. Yeah, because, you know, to that point, like, repentance is having a changed mind about something. So right. if you truly have, like, a changed mind, you should be acting different if your mind's different. If you, if you don't right. feel the same way about something, you shouldn't be doing the same thing. Right. That's why Matthew says, make sure you bear the fruit of the repentance, like, Bear, bear the fruit of it, which and that word "fruit" in that text means proof. So you're supposed to be showing proof of it. But ultimately, it changed mind. Second one, take it so far without the power to do something, right? right? And that's where the Holy right. Ghost, Holy Ghost comes in. Now I've seen some people do a solid job, but they still had struggles, and and that's where I told them, hey, the Holy Ghost can really give you the power, because as Acts one eight says, you get power from on high. Right. Get the Holy right. Ghost, so. <laughs> So yeah, right. like, to your point, true repentance, you, you turn away from something. But you but ultimately if you want power, you gotta get the Holy Ghost. And that gives That's you true. the power to, to live right, as I say, you know, those saints always say talk right. Do right so come on now that's that's the key, <laughs> you, know? you know you don't always hear that you know once you receive the holy ghost from the it you 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 look like you 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 want to talk right mm -hmm. live right mm -hmm. you like mm -hmm. you know it i i like to think of when when um when uh 
some uh man i can't think of it um wrestling with jesus who was wrestling with jesus G, uh oh I know it was, J jacob 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 yeah 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 yeah, yeah. like like i don't want to make I, yeah so yeah mm -hmm. jacob uh wrestling with, with god so so it it, it it's like that moment when we mm. have in that moment, right, that that that, that accountable God. When we have that accountable God, yes. and then, you know, and then and then once we get filled with the Holy Ghost, you know, we walking different. We like, man, like you be like, man, how you feel? Like I remember, I remember the first time I received the Holy Ghost, I felt different. Like I didn't, I didn't talk the same, I didn't look the same, I didn't act the same. I, my walk was different. Like, mm. like. The whole nine yards was different. I'm telling you, you, you get a different walk. You get a different talk. Everything about you changed. Your whole livelihood changed about you because that's the one thing happened when when God changed you. So that's the beautiful thing about that, you know. Yeah, and, you know? and to that point, like, Jacob's name was changed to Israel. Right, know? right. If any man being Christ Jesus, he's a new creature. Old new things creature. pass away. So I'm thinking about Peter went from Simon to Peter. Right. And Simon was Little Rock and he went from Little Rock to just being a rock. So it's like Right. And and what's interesting is when you look at Israel and you look at look at Peter, you see you see that with their name changed, their actions changed too. You know, so I think that's amazing how like Peter went from this dude that denied Jesus to got to willing to die. For Jesus, and he died upside down. Right. You know, seeing how uh, <laughs> Saul went from Saul went from killing Christians to writing most of the New Testament. Right. When That's he true. went from Saul to Paul, it's interesting how God gives us a new name, and with this new name, we become a new person because we're born again. So, ah, uh, hey, hey, you gotta look yeah. at it. like you made me think of this. Once you, once you repent, and then once you um be baptized in in the name of Jesus Christ you receive a name change you become let's say uh let, let's go with my name so i become Andrew LaShawn Jesus because <laughs> you you just became a citizen of heaven because like when you born on earth you you, you just became a citizen of heaven i'm i'm, I'm on earth and now mm -hmm. when you get when you took on Jesus' death, you know you you took on Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection. So, so you just became a citizen of heaven. So that's yes. the beautiful thing about that. I just I just love that. I, I like when I studied that, I was like, I was blown away about that because I was like, I have no, I did, I did not, I had, I have never saw that before. Exactly. Until I really. So so that's the power about. You know, when when your daddy, when your father, it's just something about your father, you know, you know, and then and then mm. if if Jesus never, you know, let uh, John the Baptist baptize him, we would never knew that yep. we were supposed to get baptized in Jesus' name. So mm -hmm. you gotta look at it. Like I don't know, like like you know, and then and then and after that, you know, and it, and if God said, "This is my son, who who I am well pleased," like, mm -hmm. come on, and then, come on, you haven't have you haven't heard for Jesus from thirty years, and then and all of a sudden yeah. you hear, <laughs> come on, and, 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 and then and then and then all of a sudden you hear the voice say, "This is my son, who I am well pleased." Of. I'm like, wow, because 
because you already got John the Baptist saying, uh, he he's over here arguing about no Jesus, I shouldn't I shouldn't baptize you. You will be baptized me. No, Jesus said, I'm here to fulfill all righteousness, which means Jesus is here to make a, to to show that example. Mm. He's here to be that example. So yes, sir. Jesus went to to be that example to show us that we have to be baptized in Jesus' name. So so why do you think that he went back to why why do he uh why do we think that he went to, uh to, to go get baptized for to go be an example. example? Yes, sir. So wow. So so just think about that, man. I just like like when I got that revelation right there when I was studying on that um last year when I was preparing for some stuff, you know. When when you just study, man, the word of God, Jesus just give you things. When Jesus just talk to you, and then wow, He just reveals stuff to you. I'm just, I'm just so thankful, so glad for that revelation that that He just give you. And then it it, it mind blowing, man. I that's that's all I think I can say. This is mind blowing. No, it is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But um, but another thing, another thing is, so, what's the biggest problem? uh in this generation today that's that's affecting the generation today of this you know mm. because you know you know this is the, you know we are living in uh you know what they call generation z and then we still in in the millennial generation so so how can we still reach both generation with the gospel of jesus christ because because you know, you know, especially especially young people, you know, and 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 you know everybody else. Because because it it seemed like, you know, it seemed like you know, everybody don't want to, you know, I, I what should I say? Listen, you know, that everybody don't want to listen about what you have done. You know, should I mm. should I put it like that? But 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 I know that. I'd rather tell you the truth than than lie to you because just just look at all the stuff that the world's lying lying to people about, you know. Just like let's probably about the facts about let's say for instance, probably about COVID or something. It mm -hmm. probably lying to people oh, a lot about COVID facts and stuff. So so I'd rather tell people the truth about anything than than tell them a lie. So. So, what do you think is like the best strategy going forth? And like, like I know one way is continue preaching the gospel, continue preaching holiness, continue preaching baptism in Jesus' name. Um, I I don't want to forget anything else. Uh, hopefully I didn't. Hopefully I did not forget. Uh, forget anything else. Uh, repentance, repentance. Okay. Yes, sir. Okay. What do what do you think? So yeah, to answer your first question, which was what's the biggest thing that's hindering this generation today, I think I think it's probably having options. You know, having different options. It's kinda of, and what I mean by that is, you know, if you read the Bible and stuff, it was or maybe another way to phrase that would be this basically having Hmm. Deception. I guess deception is a better way of putting it. 
you know, having different options that are so many different options that can deceive you. Because right. if you read the Bible, there were other religions, but yeah. they were clearly other religions. Like you had the bells and all these different things and they were clearly distinct. But yeah. what makes this, our situation today so unique is that we have so many religions within Christianity or so many religions that use the name Christianity. That's what makes this That's situation true. so much tougher than it was for people in the Bible days. Because in the Bible days, it was clear, okay, these are the Christians. This is everybody else. <laughs> like you knew who right. the Christians were. There was, it was, there was some quote, there were some churches that were somewhat off and stuff, but generally speaking, they all believed in Acts 238. It was just other things like Church of Ephesus. The problem was they lost their first love. They were still believed in this doctrine. Right. They just were out. They just weren't focused on praying as much as they should read as much as they should. But nowadays, the problem is we have we have Catholic here. We have that to say we have, you know, so I think that's the problem. The problem is so many options. Yeah. And so many and because there are so many options, there are so many resources. Right. So right. young people have access to all these books, all these different ideas, all these different things. And the problem is they turn to these things. They turn to these books that are written about different things. And they mm. and what these are what these are is resources. That's what these are. So because young people have all these different things, they turn to these resources before they turn to the source, which is the Bible. Wow. Wow. It's kinda of like in law school they put it this way. They say, Don't let your resources replace the source. What I mean is a lot of students what they do is they just read supplements, which is basically, and a supplement is something meant to support the source, but right. they use the supplement as a source. So you're supposed to use a supplement to help you better understand the law, but they use that to replace the law. When you're mm -hmm. supposed to read the law first and learn the law, and you could use other things to help you better understand the law, but you're not supposed to use the resources and all the different things you got out there as a substitute for actually reading the law itself. Yeah, I mean, I'm thinking of billionaire Elon Musk. He was like, you know what? He could have just went with the resources. He could have been like, right. you know what? All the all the things they got out there, all the books they got out there, show that in order that when a rocket comes back down from space, it has to burn up. But what right. he said was this: He said, I decided to look at the source. I decided right. to learn rocket science myself and learn how it works. And because of that, I noticed, wait a minute, these resources are saying something different than the source. The source says. You can make a rocket come down safely without having to let it burn up and waste it. But if he, uh, but if he was like everyone else, I'm gonna just go off these resources and these different things people are saying instead of reading the source, he wouldn't know that. And that's the problem. A lot of people, they're so quick to get these commentaries, these devotionals, these different Christian-based books before they actually read the Bible. Wow. You know what I mean? And and here's the thing: there are some good like commentaries and sources out there. But that should support your Bible reading. You should be reading right. the Bible verses while reading those the Christian book about faith or whatever. You shouldn't right. just be like, oh, well, this is about the Christian stuff already, so I might as well not read the Bible because right. this is talking about Bible-based things. No. So that's pretty much the biggest problem, I think, is the fact that we, we have so many options and we cause those options to prevent us from looking at the source. Right. It's like It's like focusing on it's like focusing on law review articles instead of reading the constitution or reading the laws itself. The articles are supposed to like support you, 
right. know, they're supposed to help you better understand the law, not supposed to replace it. So I think really the key is, and that's because to your second question, you know, how can we reach them, reach the young people and better reach them? I think the key is to make the Bible come alive, you know, make the Bible oh, really that's stand good. out. That's good. That's good. And we can do that through like creative stuff in our sermons. And we could do that through, you know, just as we do one-on-ones with them, really just showing them how it applies to them, showing them just how right. amazing it is. And and I think that really, at least in my experience, that really works. You know, bringing the Bible, make, showing how the Bible applies, use a study or example or an analogy about basketball or something to show, hey, this thing may be written in Old English, but I'm going to show you how it applies through this example. You know, right, and also yeah, right. diving into the original, some of the original words helps too, because it's like, oh, it means all that. And, and that show, and that it's that deep, and that can really apply to me. So, yeah, I think that's the main, the main problem is, you know, all these different resources. And the solution is to really bring the source alive to them. Like in right. law school, bring the law alive to the students, show them why the law is amazing. So they're motivated to read it. But if all the resources seem better, seem more shiny, seem more glamorous, then it's like, why, why would I read the old Bible sitting over there? You know, I don't mean that disrespectfully, but that's how they view it. They're like, right. why would I read the old Bible sitting over there if I could read this new shiny looking Christian book written by so-and-so with all these pictures and stuff? Paint pictures to them through the, through the scriptures. Paint a picture to them about the Bible story. Make it come alive. Hey, the scriptures wow. come alive. Show them how it applies. Like, why is this relevant to me? This new book is actually talking about Show them how it's relevant to them. Right. You look at the Constitution and be like, it's old. Why is it relevant to, to me? Well, the key is to show them, hey, look how the Constitution has been applied to the, to the, to the rules governing your favorite restaurant. Look at how, you know what I mean? Stuff like that. Yeah, show how wow. the Bible. Yeah, right. wow. Well, how does the Bible apply to me? Well, right. the Bible prophesied that we'd be dealing with earthquakes and crazy times. Well, look at COVID. That's true. Wow, that applies to me because that happened. You know, showing them that right. stuff and bringing it out creatively, you know, I think that's that's the way to go. So, You know, you, you know you're most definitely right because, you know, talk about different things like pestilence, um, you know, talk about diseases, uh, talk about uh, pandemics, uh, uh, one one right now that we're dealing with right now. So, so look at that, you know. You know, for instance, you know, the Bible come alive. But I think another one is Bible studies. Mm. Bible studies, like taking it to the people. Bible study is, you know, people. Some sometimes people look at Bible study as like, uh, you know, I think I'd rather do that. I think I'd rather sit there, or 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 I think I'd rather be behind the pulpit doing that, you know. You know, Bible study, you know, you, you really could paint a picture to people, too, by, by doing Bible study, too, with the people, because you really could show them that one-on-one who really God is, too. You can you could break it down to them, like salvation, you could break that down to them by repentance. You could break that down to them about oneness of God. You could break that down to them, like, like um, how to live separated lifestyle from Jesus, you uh, uh, from the world. You can, yeah, you can break all that stuff down. Yeah, cause I was going to say that's that's the other thing that I forgot to bring up, too, on top of showing them, like, why it's relevant to them. Like, you're saying, show them why. Like, show them the why. Break it down right. the word to them. Because nowadays, we're, we're the smartest generation, right? So we dive into yeah. stuff. We look at all these key words. We, 
We like, and also this is a generation that doesn't just, and you could say it's kind of a bad thing, but it's just how it is. This generation doesn't just do something because you tell them to. Like, you know, in the past, it could be like, hey, if you ask mom and dad, why I got to do this? They'd be like, hey, you better do it. My, <laughs> right. kind of, my mom was like, oh, yeah. my, but my dad, he, he added a, and this kind of inspired me to be like that in a way too. He, had, he, he didn't just tell us to do something, he told us why. And that's what we got to do with the Bible. We can't just tell you, we can't just say, do this. You got to, you got to, for example, we can't just say you can't fornicate. And and they're like, why? Like, well, because the Bible says so. No, like, show them how that could lead to, to right. show them how that's a sin and sin and the wage of sin is death. And that leads, like, you got to show them why, like, get, you go, like, show them how that leads to hell. And you know what I mean? Or why do I got to be holy? Well, show them that God is holy and, and. And the Bible says, peace and holiness, which without no man shall see the Lord. Like, show them that's right. key to heaven. That's key to avoid. being separate. The benefits of being separate makes it to we're going to attempt to do different things. Like, you got to really break down the words of this generation because they they know that they're, they're, like I said, they're the smartest generation. Right. And statistically, that's been proven. And and on top of that, they, they don't just take things for granted. In part, because we have Google, we have all these things. Like they can challenge you, so you got to make sure. That's where the Bible studies come in, where you just sit down and you just break it down to them. You know, you really show oh, them. Yeah, that, yeah. Because they want all the proof. That's right. what they want. So yeah. Mm -hmm. You most definitely right. I'm, I'm telling you, like it's a challenge. I'm, Bible study isn't it's a challenge. I'm telling you, mm -hmm. I've been in some. I've been in some two hour long Bible study. <laughs> I'm telling you, I've been in some. I've been in like uh, regular Bible studies. I've been in some end time prophecy Bible studies. Been all of them been amazing. But like I'm telling you, like uh, some good ones uh, like Daniel, the Book of Daniel, uh, uh, man, the the. the